1: The Bucks never stop here. You're listening to Green and Growing,
0: hosted by Sparky Pfeiffer and Nathan Marzion.
1: Yeah, uh, so Malik Beasley ends up in in Milwaukee because uh, Los Angeles declines his $16.5 million option, right? And so, you know, he had said that, hey, maybe I could have gone back to L.A. for a different number. Um, But he was, I I think Sparky, he was sort of looking ahead. Right. um, and, and thought, hey, coming to Milwaukee, playing with Giannis and Chris at the time, you know, the, the, the Lillard trade had happened. Right. You know, he, he saw, you know, Pat Connaughton and Grayson Allen and Joe Ingles and all those open threes. And quite honestly, you know, and I give him a lead credit for this. I mean, he knows that guys who come to Milwaukee in these last four or five years, they get paid. And so. So that was part of it, too. But, yeah, he was like, hey, okay, well, if I'm going to have to take what I feel is, like, below market value uh, in, in his eyes, um, why not go to a place where I can maybe reach that market in a year going forward? So, yeah, he he was pretty open about that. Um, and then, obviously, the Dame trade happened and and sort of like anything else where it's like, all right, well, I usually shoot 40% from three. Uh, you You're going to leave me open for stuff?" So-? Like, he's like, all right. <laughs> You know, I'll eat like that every day if that's what wants to happen. And obviously, if you're the Bucks, you're the focus is more on the defensive end where you hope, you know, he's invested in that and into it. And, you know, at least for now, Sparky, he, he says he is. Uh, he understands that that's an important part of this if he does want to reach, you know, a, a next contract. Uh, so, you know, we'll, we'll have to see how it plays out.
0: You know, the, the interesting part to me, there's a lot of interesting parts in that piece, but another interesting part was when he was talking about the LA gig where I come in doing one thing. Austin Reeves takes my job, essentially, you know, because he was playing better and he he wasn't complaining about it or nothing like that. He's like, hey, it happens like whatever he he was playing better. So he, he took the job. I like that as a fan because it's like, okay, he wasn't bitter. He wasn't jealous or nothing like that. Or at least it, that's not what it appears to be. At least when you did the interview, it's just like, all right, he outplayed me. He got my job. And right now it looks like tell me if I'm wrong that it looks like he's going to be the fifth starter in this lineup because if the head coach comes to you and says, Hey man, you're going to defend their best player uh, out on the guard, in the wing position he's got to start like how you can't go tell him, Hey, you're going to get the best guy on the floor, but you won't get him till the second quarter. Cool. All right. All right. Cool. Like, no, I mean, he hasn't officially announced the starting five Beasley started the first two games. I think it's his job at this point. Like I I would be genuinely shocked if on opening night, he's not starting.
1: Yeah. I think uh, it's definitely trending in that direction. Sparky. And I, I, and I could, I got it from Griffin's point of view, you know um, you're not just sort of, handing that spot to someone, right? Especially, look, Pat Connaughton has equity on this team. Marjan Beauchamp has equity on this team. And as we said, Malik comes in with, you know, some questions on, is he going to defend at the level Adrian Griffin wants? So the coaching staff is probably like, hey, we need to see you do something. We need to see you do this in practice in some of these preseason games um, defensively to – to get this job and you're right to start on Zach Levine to start on Desmond Bain. Uh, I'm guessing they're going to throw him out, uh, against the Lakers and, and start oh, yeah. with the big, you know, not the big three, but the big two, uh, in LA on the, this weekend. Um, it feels that way, but you're right, spark. I can see Adrian Griffin kind of holding off on like announcing that, um, just for the sake of, you know, competition, so to speak.
0: That's, that's kind of, uh, the other thing when we kind of look at this Bucks team right now is you brought up the fact of, well, Connaughton's got equity and on uh, um, Bocham has equity. But do they? It's a whole new coaching staff. These dudes don't know anybody. They're not entitled to anybody like Pat Connaughton was Bud's guy. Brooke was Bud's guy like Bud Bud had his guys and most coaches have their guys, right? That they like for whatever the reason may be. And now just like if you get a new boss at work, you got to start all over. Everybody's back to baseline zero. Yeah, your pay is what it is clearly, but it's almost like you have to reprove yourself that you deserve to be in your role or whatever role that is. And I kind of feel like outside if your name is Giannis, that's kind of where everybody is uh, essentially coming in and now Lillard obviously is, is good like that, but these these role player guys, these bench guys, they all have to start over.
1: Uh, I mean, I get yes and no. I mean, I, I think I think Adrian Griffin was truthful in, in when he says, "Hey, look, I, this is Bucks team has has been very good. There's no need to tear it down and re redo stuff." So that's why I sort of meant, you know, Pat has a respect level even Marjan is a second-year emerging player. I mean, he, he got in all that summer work, right, with his new coaching staff. Um, so I don't think, you know, we're, they weren't going to gift Pat Connaughton, for instance, the starting shooting guard job.
0: But, but if Bud oh. was here, Patsy would have been gifted the starting shooting job. And and Beasley would have been coming off the bench. That's, that's, that's what I'm telling you I think is a big <laughs> difference. If Bud's the coach, Connaughton's starting. I don't think there's any question about it.
1: You know, I, I don't I mean, I don't know. Bud's not the coach. So I can't say I can't say that. But, you know, that's it, but I get what you're saying in, in the in that sense. Yeah, it's a new head coach. You know, um, Bud did have a certain way and the way he approached his guys in that way. Um, you know, some players didn't play. Right. Jay Crowder told me at the end of last yes. season, like, what am I doing here? Um, and, and maybe that's one of the reasons for the change is communications a little different this year. Etc. But I I I do think you know there's respect for those guys where it wasn't just going to be hey oh Malik Beasley you were signed traded Grayson Allen you're the guy like I feel like he's the one who had to prove something as opposed to Pat I mean Marjan probably as a second year player would have really needed to uh, gone way above and beyond anybody's expectation to actually earn that spot. but like Pat, in particular, Sparky, I think you know. Look, if if, if something had happened, if Beasley got hurt or it just wasn't worth whatever it may be, I, I like. I think Pat had enough, like built up, especially his his chemistry with the rest of the team, even with Dane at right. this point, right? As a former teammate, like, yep. yeah. So I mean, I get what you're saying with Bud, but I do think, at least in Pat's case, you know, he there's a respect level for what he could bring.